uh, that was Dr. Fred Barge. Uh, probably not many people, aside from Zoe, might be familiar with Dr. Fred Barge. Anybody else know Dr. Fred Barge besides? Are you? Okay, good. So Dr. Fred Barge uh, was another one of my heroes. Um, uh, he didn't appear at DE as much as, as I wish he did, uh, but I did see him a number of times at DE in New Beginnings. Um, uh, my wife and I had the amazing good fortune. We had just started going to DE in 93, 1993, and, um, and the, it was at um, the Hyatt Ravinia, uh, right there by perimeter. And um, we went down for breakfast. My wife and I are, are very early risers, and we work out. Uh, and then we got, went to breakfast, and we were probably downstairs at breakfast, maybe at 7 o'clock, and who was sitting by himself at a table with Fred Barge? And we're like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and for, you know, if, you're, uh, if you were into like, these kind of speakers, this was like an amazing opportunity. So I said, Lisa, let's go sit with him. And, and she said, all right. So she pushes me ahead, and I'm like, oh. She says, just, just ask him. Uh, so I, I'll just never forget. I went up to him, and I said, Dr. Barge, would you mind if, I, if we joined you? And he said, sure, you know, be my guest, in that big, uh, deep voice that he had. Um, and we sat down and picked his brains, you know, for an hour. And we had just read the book, um, uh, which I highly recommend all of you reading. There's two books that he's written that I highly recommend all of you reading. Number one is Are You the Doctor, Doctor? It is a phenomenal book. Uh, it is really, really good for your non-chiropractic friends, uh, spouses, partners, etc., to read. Uh, because I remember when I first... Uh, uh, started really dating Lisa, it was a book I gave her to read, so she kind of got the chiropractic philosophy, because it's written very simple. So I recommend that book, reread it first and then give it to other people so that you can kind of talk about it. But even a better is a book called Life Without Fear. Life Without Fear. Um, so, and even though he passed away back in 2003, uh, the, the Barge uh, Foundation still sells um, his books and stuff. Um, so anyway, uh, one of the things that we were kind of asking him about was this life without fear. You know, one of the things that, another thing he said, and it's the name of another book that he has, is one cause, one cure, one correction. And I said, you know, I, I don't like the term cure. I think that's, you know, we don't cure anything. He said, true, it's just kind of a play on words, you know, the way he, way he was talking about it. But understand that everything really has one cause. Like all issues have one cause, and that's some sort of dysfunction in that particular system, no matter what it is, whether it's cancer or heart disease or stomach problems or subluxation, whatever it is, there's some kind of dysfunction in that particular area and that just got worse. So the one cause is dysfunction and let's just not use, use the one cure, but the one correction isn't necessarily adjustment, right? It's just removing the dysfunction or improving that dysfunction, right? And I, you know, it, I'm sorry that the film, uh, what he was saying was so awesome, and, but unfortunately, whoever was filming it really needed some help. Um, although I appreciate it because I will tell you, in the beginning of the, every beginning of the quarter, I kind of decide which videos I'm going to show you guys. And at the beginning of the quarter, this wasn't there. They, someone just posted this on the 20th of October. So I'm really excited because I have an old, 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 really bad copy of something that was from here at Life University, uh, but it's very, very uh, difficult to, to hear and see. So this was at least something uh, a bit more visible. But anyway, um, if, if you think about this one cause, one correction idea, I think it's absolutely brilliant because what he's talking about right now is how you know, the, the whole, what they call medical science, is just like shooting darts, right? It's just kind of throwing stuff and, 
maybe this will work and let's throw some dice and let's spin a roulette wheel. And it's all very haphazard, right? And if you don't believe me, just, just watch typical medical treatment. You know, typical medical treatment for everything is like, well, let's just try this. Let's just try this. Well, we'll try this. You know, and they call it, they say what we do is non-scientific, right? But all they're doing is trying. We'll try this drug, and that doesn't work. We'll try that drug. That's that. You keep on trying the same thing, expecting uh, different things, expecting the same result. What does, what's that called? That's called insanity, right? But what they say about us is, oh, we're unscientific, we're unproven. You know? And the only reason we're unscientific and unproven is because we don't have a bazillion dollars a year funding us trying to do research, right? But if we have big pharma on our, our side, then, or, or some other big, huge corporation that's funding millions, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of research, we'd probably be able to prove ourselves with RCTs and, and stuff like that. Although I think it would be very hard to have a random control trial of getting adjusted versus not getting adjusted. Like, how do you not get adjusted? Because even if you touch someone, that's still an adjustment, right? Like, so you can, you can lie. If someone's a very powerful healer and they lie a, a child down and they put their hands on that child and they don't do a thing to that child, they can heal that child just by touching them. So it's very hard, I think, to do a, a true RCT with chiropractic uh, and really get valid results because there's no such thing as, as, a, as a sham adjustment. If you, t if you touch the person, then you've, you've potentially adjusted them to some degree or another. But Dr. Barge was, the thing I liked about him is like he was always talking about this one cause, one correction, right? Everything that he talked about revolved around that same thing, that we have a responsibility as chiropractors, as he was saying in the beginning of this, we have to tell other people what we really do. You know, patients, all my new patients this week were not talking about back pain and neck pain. All my new patients this week were talking about, literally, I had one new patient asking about neuroplasticity, one new patient asking about the polyvagal theory. Like, this is unbelievable stuff, right? This is, they're coming in asking me, can you help my daughter with neuroplasticity? Can you help my son? I read the polyvagal theory and stuff that you read about it, wrote about it. Can you help my son because I think that this has something to do with him, right? These are, people are coming in wanting very, very different things, right? Just like you said in the very beginning, they want our philosophy. Why are we so afraid to give it to them, right? It is so easy for us to talk about back pain, but nobody cares. There's no philosophy to back pain, right? What's the philosophy to back pain? Give me a couple of cracks, doc. A couple of cracks, I'm on my way, right? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's the practice that someone has, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it's just, for me, for me and my style of practice, it's not very fun, right? I want to, I, give me the craziest cases. Bring me the most challenging things. You know, we had a, a little a girl come in a few weeks ago with hypotonia, H-Y-P-O-tonia. <clears throat> Kids about a year old, wobbly head, hardly sits, uh, can't sit up on its own, can't crawl, can't walk, right? Hard to, to grasp things. Has, when you pick the child up underneath its armpits to, and put it, its legs on your, you know, like to try to stand up, he just, <coughs> <coughs> just collapses down. Um, just shows this significant hypotonia. And the doctors have said, oh, it's, you know, nothing. It's just, it'll, it'll come on eventually. And it's just, you know, we just have to do some extra work. And, and maybe if you go to physical therapy once a week or twice a week for an hour or two. Do you think that a kid with this kind of stuff needs an hour or two work a week and then the rest of the week just throw him in his car seat? Right? But this is the prevailing medical thought. This is the prevailing medical thought. I'll tell you the prevailing chiropractic neurological thought 
is this kid needs a hell of a lot more work. He needs a hell of a lot more work, right? We have to really work these kids, right? Once again, get back to the idea of one cause, one correction. One cause is some kind of weakness. Well, what do we have to do? We have to strengthen this kid. And to think that you're going to strengthen him by doing something for an hour or two a week when the rest, you know, I don't know how many of their hours are on a week, 24 times 7. Um, but let's say it's 100 and so, over 100 hours a week, right? What is 24 times 168. 7? 168, is that what it is? Yeah. All right, let's say it's about 170 because I don't know. I'm not really good with math. That's why I'm a chiropractor. So let's say you have 170 hours a week and you take two hours of that a week and you exercise. Is that going to be sufficient for that child? Now, that might be good for you and me, to do like a, a sort of a maintenance kind of thing to do about two hours of exercise, that probably isn't enough really. But it's not bad to do two exercise, uh, hours of exercise for weeks for someone who's healthy and strong. But someone who needs, who's got some issues, you need a lot more work, right? And the adjustments aren't enough. And that's the thing that I sit down with, our, with this patient and I said, I want you to understand something. Like this is, first off, this isn't like a couple of adjustment thing. So get that. Like if you're just in it for a few adjustments, let's just not do this. Because we ha this is a long-term commitment. This is six months to a year of really working this kid, right? Number one. Number two, this isn't like I'm going to bring my kid here and I'll pick him up on Tuesday and it'll be fixed. You know, like a car or something, right? This is like I'm going to give you things to do. I'm going to give you homework. We're going to start slow, but we're going to start giving you homework and more and more homework because you've got a lot of work to do to strengthen up this kid, to get this kid to where he should be. Because the way neuroplasticity works is... Nerves that fire together, wire together, like we talked about before. So we have to get these things firing and firing and firing and firing. That's the one cause, that's the one correction, is changing their little minds and their little brains so that it starts firing the right pattern. That's even what he said. Dr. Barch, this is back at like 1990-something or other. And then we're talking the same thing. And if you read all the way back to like D.D. Palmer, what does he talk about? Tone, Right? Neurological tone. This guy was onto something. 1895. He was already thinking about this stuff, right? And we put the stuff down. Oh, DD Pomery is just like some kind of figment, isolated thing. Fish peddler really wasn't a doctor. Da, da, da. Please, this guy was way ahead of his time. You know, think about the 33 principles. Have you ever read the 33 principles? Like, really read the 33 principles by Stevenson? Do you know? Do you know what's amazing about the 33 principles? <clears throat> First off. You know what, one of the most amazing things about 33 principles is the year that it was written in, 1927. What else was written in 1927 that was earth-shattering? Einstein's theory of relativity. Quantum mechanics was born in 1927 with Einstein's theory of relativity. That's the same year that Stevenson's text was born. If you read Stevenson's text and read those 33 principles, do those 33 principles have everything to do with chiropractic? No, maybe three or four of them talk about chiropractic. The rest of it is just theory. It's all quantum theory. Now, true, if you read his textbook, it is a little dense. You know, it's kind of hard to get through. He's very wordy and verbose where he could be a little bit, uh, I'm sure there's a way to word those principles a little bit more succinctly now. But understand, that, that is where chiropractic is. Chiropractic is part, is talking about this quantum mechanics. It's talking about how, like, there's this theory in quantum mechanics that you may have heard of before. It's called Schrodinger's cat. Anybody ever hear that before? So Schrodinger's cat. In other words, what that is, is you have this, put a cat in a box, right? And you keep it there for a bit of time. And then you open the box. Theoretically, it could be in the box or it could be anywhere, right? 
It could be anywhere, anywhere at any time. God bless you. <clears throat> and that relates to this other experiment that they've done where they've shot like electrodes, electrons around a, this huge kind of circuit and then they fired a photon into the electron to make it explode. And if you look at, if you say, I'm going to look over here for those electrons after, it, it hits the, after the photon hits it, you'll find it there. If you say, I'm going to look over here for, those, uh, for the electrons after the photon hits it, that's where it'll be. It's wherever you look for it. It's wherever you look for it. And I think it's the same thing with chiropractic. And it's the same thing with one cause and one correction. It's the same thing. Is that what are you looking for? Right? What are you looking for? What are you helping the patient look for? Right? If you're helping the patient look for something like relief of back pain, in other words, they came in for this, this little reason and you're going to help this little thing, then when they get that little thing or don't get that little thing, where are they? Gone. Right? So if they, get your, they come in for three adjustments and they feel better from their back pain, well, then I'm done. Right? Just like going to McDonald's. I, I came to McDonald's. I got my hamburger. It's a hamburger. I'm done. Or if they come into your office and they don't get what they want after a couple of adjustments, like, well, it's not helping. I'm out of here. But if you give them what B.J. Palmer used to call the vision of the far, right? One of these patients told me about neuroplasticity with me yesterday. She said, the reason I'm here is not because of her right now. The reason I'm here is because of her 20 years from now. She said, I am setting her up so that when she is my age, she's going to be the best little girl she can be but I know I have to start now, and that's why I'm here. That's why people are coming to chiropractors now, right? So don't give me the baloney, and don't believe the baloney that, that people tell you, because I hear it from you guys who tell me what these other people out there say, that you can't build a practice about pediatrics, and you can't build a practice about neurology, and you have to stick with what's worked, right? And what's worked is, is back pain, neck pain, headaches, whiplash. That's worked. No, it hasn't worked. It actually dug us in a damn hole is put us in a really rotten place because we've, been, we've shirked around the truth for so long that we're stuck like this. It's time, like he said, it's time like Dr. Bart said, to get out there and live without fear, right? That was the name of his book, Live Without Fear. Go out there and who cares what the person thinks, right? We're, we're so concerned when we talk to our patients, oh, what are they gonna think? Are they gonna come back if I say it like this? It doesn't matter. If they don't come back, it wasn't meant to be, right? I don't care if I scare people off with, with the excitement and the philosophy to have. This is who I am. You don't want it? Good, get out. I don't want to deal with you, right? My patients are always saying, I don't know what you do, about how you created your office like this, because everybody here is so friendly. All your staff is so friendly. All your patients are so friendly. All your interns are so friendly. Your massage therapist, everybody is so friendly. How does he do that? I said, this is what I attracted. Unfriendly people do not last in my office. They come to my office as a patient. We had one person come a couple weeks ago. This person was an angry, cranky woman. N nice, very nice. She was cordial, but just angry, cranky, and you could just, hands fall. She, I, she didn't last more than two visits. She's like, this isn't for me. I'm like, I didn't think it was. I said, that's fine, good, good. Go, here's three other chiropractors. You can choose from them. You can take your angry, cranky self to someone else. I didn't say that, but that's what I thought, <laughs> right? <laughs> because I don't want that, right? I want to attract, so like, just like that electron thing, it hits the photon, and wherever you look, you, that's where you're going to find it. It's the same thing. Wherever I look in my office, all I see is beautiful people, because that's what I've been attracting. 
in there. And sometimes it's an anomaly, just like an electron experiment, there might be an anomaly here, but for the most part, it's that you track the same things, right? And I want people who want one cause, one correction. I want people who want neuroplasticity. I want people who want polyvagal theory. I want people who want functional neurology. I want people who want a higher level of thinking, a higher order of believing where chiropractic is and what we can do with it, right? But that's up to you, <clears throat> right? It's up to you. If that's not what you want, that's totally cool. There's nothing wrong <clears throat> with back pain, neck pain, whiplash, headache, chiropractic. Just to me, it's really boring, right? I want cutting edge. I want exciting. I want patients telling me stuff like polyvagal theory, neuroplasticity, you know, this is the kind of stuff. That's what I want, right? And I'm telling you that because I want you to know it's a possibility for you too.